It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. SEN Test Cricket for Tire Power. Get the power for your family with a free five tire safety check. Tirepower.com.au. Adam Coles brought Sunderation on the hallow turf here at Lords at the end of a successful day for the visitors. Australia 5 for 339 at the close. Stephen Smith. Not out 85, doing it again on this ground. Had support earlier from David Warner, who made 66. Travis Head, 77. He's batting with Alex Carey at the moment. But Steve Smith, Lords, it just works. Before we even get to that, can I say, just looking at you being as well-dressed as you are, I feel like this is a continuation of the Adam Collins wedding party. <laughs> it was quite a night, it was quite a ceremony, and it was quite a day for Steve Smith and Australia. They, they win the toss, England or, uh, expectedly put Australia into bat in conditions that were tailor-made for Stuart Broad and Jimmy Anderson. And then it's Australia finish on top. And, and you're right, I, I kept talking about Steve Smith and how he had the look in his eye. He gave me the nod, he gave me that nod. It not always means Test Century corroding up. Uh, it happened yesterday afternoon and he's just batted like a dream ever since he walked out to bat. Maybe one ball caught the edge later on in the day when England took the second new ball. But apart from that, he's been in complete control. Uh, and obviously there have been uh, contributions at the other end which helped him along the way. Travis Head in particular, uh, I thought broke the game even though England got him out eventually uh, and got the double double breakthrough with Cam Green as well but I think the Travis Head innings uh, really took made this from being a really good day for Australia to be to a great day. It was defined by three partnerships really 73 for the first week at Kawaja falling for 17 on, on the stroke of lunch bowled by Josh Tunger beauty then another beauty was the undoing of David Warner for 66 but then a 102 run stand between Smith and Labashain. Labashain out in the middle stanza. Smith kept batting them with head so they didn't really lose two wickets in a hurry until they reached 316 when against the flow of play Joe Root had one to spin big out of well I wouldn't say the rough because there's no rough as yet but whatever there is on the side of the pitch set out wide the trap works Besto stumps head two balls later um, Green pops one to mid-off inexplicably, really. Um, but Smith's left standing. And um, through that partnership with Head, they were able to transfer immense pressure on the England bowlers who who just didn't look right in conditions that really should have suited them better. It was the flattest day I've seen from this English attack in a long time. Uh, you thought they would be running in full tilt, conditions in their favour, new ball, and getting to do what they like to do, which is bowl on the first day. Uh, but for large periods, they looked flat. Jimmy Anderson did get the edge, outside edge early on of Kwaja, and once Joe Root couldn't get to it. And after that, they just fell apart. Dropped catches to it, broad. Had David Warner fishing at one, like just like he did many times four years ago. Uh, but Ollie Pope, uh, who left the field soon after, uh, you know, just, just wasn't quick enough. Uh, it was too, maybe they were standing too close. Uh, and from that point on, uh, it was just going one way. England did keep trying to pull things back. Uh, like you said, they broke the partnership. They got rid of Khawaja and Warner. And then they got Manas uh, out at a crucial time, three for 190-odd. But that's when the head, head innings happens. And that's why, uh, it, that's where it took the game away from England. Uh, and Joe Root coming in, taking those wickets. It just fit in with the bizarreness of today, right? I don't think how, I don't know how many people would have thought within the first 15 or 20 minutes, we'll see Johnny Besto carry a human being, a live human oh, yeah. being <laughs> off the field <laughs> to start with. Uh, and when Lords would turn into um, not a hallowed, it wasn't the hallowed turf, it was a holy land. Like, 
a land where you play holy if you were an Indian. Well, well that's right. There was the, the Just Stop Oil protest before the second over of play, which is a, a whole other thing which we won't have the time to go into adequately here. But um, you touched on Ollie Robinson. He picked up Labuschagne, the one wicket that he got today. But he, he probably needed to have, not probably, he needed to have a good day after all the, the talk and the air war that's played out between the sides and the pundits over the last seven days since the Edgbaston Test match. And he just didn't. There was something about him not being able to get through his action, wasn't hitting the speed radar high. This should have really suited him today. Likewise, Broad and Anderson, who both played a role, but Robinson especially looked underdone. And all we heard about Robinson at Edgbaston was the pitch wasn't suited for him. Uh, but wait till you get him uh, on a pitch or in conditions where uh, you know his skills can come into play. But it was just the lack of energy almost. Towards the end, uh, his last couple of spells, he was struggling to get to the crease and definitely not completing his action. The, the speeds, I think average speeds were, were ranged between 76 and 78. He bowled very few deliveries, which were even... Uh, or 80 mph and it's not always about the speed that zip that he generally gets when he's bowling well on the surface was was not there except that one ball where he got Manas Labuschagne uh, and yeah he hasn't at, at the point he hasn't walked the talk and the major talking point in Australian cricket most of the time at the moment is David Warner's position so a half century 66 batted until deep until the middle session he had his chances he played some unusual shots in the first half an hour he rode his luck but he also was able to put pressure on England he was the one fighting the rope in the first session when Kawaja was playing the more conservative role the sweep of Stuart Broad like I speak about things bizarre things <laughs> happening in that first session and Stuart Broad was the one who was shocked he just stood there looking at David Warner and going what what when was that okay to do against me uh, but I asked him about it uh, he did speak to SE in test cricket he said it wasn't an impulsive shot he had planned it he said if they set, a, set the field a certain way he is just a shot that he plays in white ball cricket he was going to back himself to do that again it's a lack of pace and right? you're not facing Mark Wood I, I doubt whether he'll try that shot of Mark Wood uh, so that was and but just overall, you could see that he was in that positive mindset. He has been ever since he landed in England. He's looking to score. He's going at the ball. Uh, and even the drop catch, he said, I'm, I'm happy with the position I got into, uh, even though I would have preferred not getting the outside edge uh, and being dropped. Uh, but that innings was crucial because that, that was the most difficult time to bat. And he not only survived, but he scored runs. And he provided that foundation that Smith and Labuschagne and definitely Travis Head worked on later on. Against second new ball this morning, only 83 overs bowled, so three overs into that. Five for 339, Smith 85, Alex Carey will resume tomorrow on 11. Our coverage is brought to you after play for tyre power, four for three on Toyo passenger and SUV tyres. Good night from Lordstrom. Adam Collins and Brutz Sunderation will do it all again tomorrow. Oh, hang on, someone, one of them carrying them off. That was Johnny Bursto has carried the protester off the field. He's receiving a round of applause from the grandstand. Brought up again, bowls to Warner. Defending and edging and dropped. There was the chance. Ollie Pope at fourth slip. Genuine edge, high on the blade, in and out. Warner gets a life. He moves to 22 with a couple. Short and pulled out. Where's that gone? Oh, that's it's gone, gone miles. Six. That's a huge shot. Into the tavern. Races brings his back. that. Warner's 60. The 50, I beg your pardon. Uh, that is a very fine shot. It's not necessarily a fucking chanceless innings by any means, but it's been a priceless one for Australia. Uh, the Australian segment of the crowd are all on their feet. What a way to get to your half century. It was short, it was rapid, and he has booked that into the tavern. He's in. It's full. him! Bowled him, and the last over before lunch has been Kawaja leaving a delivery from around the wicket. It's flicked the off stump, and after nearly two hours of toil, 
England have finally made the breakthrough. And Warner is bowled through the gate. Tongue gets his man. He's deserved that wicket. A great bit of bowling from around the wicket. He's castled Warner, who's lived a charmed life in this match. But now he has to go. England have their second wicket. Tongue has his second wicket in Australia. A two for 96. Partnership where 54 from 48 balls, these two. Stokes again oh. and clipping his Labashane. Shot of the day. Finds the gap at mid-wicket. You compared him to Mark War a couple of overs ago. That is War-esque. He's gone from 15 to 31 in the space of about 10 minutes, Labashane. Australia 2 for 154. Now, there is no slip here for Travis Head. A boundary away from 50. He swings it away behind square leg. And that is four, and that is 50 to Travis Head, who continues this rich vein of form. A 50 off just 48 balls. His ninth boundary brings up his half century. It's such a wonderful place here in London at Lords. That was effortless. Last ball of the day, Broad into Carey, who drives into the covers off the front foot, but can't beat the fielder. That it brings to a close a day that was very much Australia's. At the start of the day at 10.30 in the morning UK time, Ben Stokes marched out under slate grey skies. Always look up, not down at Lords. A pitch with a greenish tinge. Up went the coin. It was called incorrectly by Pat Cummins. No hesitation from England's captain. You can have a bat, lads, and my word, they have. They have filled their not in considerable Aussie boots today. They have plundered runs at will. They have taken their pommy counterparts, and they have probably put them on the very brink of extinction in this Ashes series. <laughs> David Warner, thank you for speaking to us in Test Cricket. Uh, uh, tricky conditions uh, when you walked out to bat. Uh, just what were conditions like and just on your innings? Yeah, it looks, sort of reminded me about my innings in Leeds. Um, it was quite overcast, good conditions for bowling, and it was um, humid out there as well. But you know, I felt the way that they bowl was was excellent. Um, you know, they tested us both inside and outside of the bat. Um, and for me, it was about trying to look to score square at the wicket and um, yeah, try and put them off their line and lengths. And uh, yeah, it was it was quite difficult out there to be honest. But um, I'm just I'm happy with the position that we're in at the moment. Uh, and just on your innings, David, uh, you spoke about you've been speaking about being positive and aggressive and looking to score. Uh, it looks like it's coming together. I mean, three tests into the series. Yeah, it is. Look, it's I put on a lot of hard work. Um, you know, before the World Test Championship in, at Beckenham, um, you know, making sure that I'm, I'm moving my feet and my weight into the ball, making sure I'm looking to hit square, not straight down the ground, unless it's a proper half volley. Um, and I'm just yeah, really grinding and. Um, I'm actually really enjoying it. So I knew it was always going to be a, a test to come back here and given what happened last time. So for me, it's about putting my best foot forward um, and, and trying my best to, to try and score runs and counter that. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and not many people would have... Troublemaker. Uh, not a lot of people would have had uh, you trying to sweep Stuart Broad in the morning of a Lord's test in their bingo card. Was that just an impulsive shot? How did that come? No, no, it was, um, I've always had it in the back of my mind, if they put someone square, um, you know, not have a fine leg, I was always going to play that shot. Um, and for me, it's about, you know, trying to manipulate the field and put them off their line and length. So I was never going to play a reverse one, but um, <laughs> definitely uh, I've played that quite a bit. I've practiced in the nets quite a bit as well. So I'm comfortable with that. Um, it would have been funny holding out to a square leg off the QN, but um, but yeah, no, that's something I practice. Uh, and just on the match situation, I mean, England put you in, in 
tricky conditions and to finish where you have with Steve Smith still doing his Steve Smith things, uh, it's a pretty strong position to be in. Yeah, look, it would have been great with um, one less, um, um, one less wicket. But yeah. for us, you know, you take three hundred plus on day one on the on the perfect bowling conditions. Um, for us, it was just you know simple plan was go out there and just bat as well as we could. Um, and that and that there, like you can you can be happy with that. Um, you know, but the best of the conditions were for, were for them. They bowled well, um, and we you know we put the bad balls away. And just finally, speaking about your sweep shot not being on the bingo card, Johnny Besto carrying someone off the field and you trying to hold off people off the pitch. It was bizarre to watch from the outside. Uh, what was that like? Confronting is the word you used earlier? Yeah, look, it's it's weird. You don't usually, um, you know, usually... When, when, usually, sorry, usually when someone sort of streaks or runs on the ground, um, you just let them go. Um, but in this case, we knew how important it was to um, protect the wicket mm. uh, and obviously security guard. The security guards weren't able to, to chase them down. Obviously, it was very difficult. Um, but we felt like for where we were as players, um, instinct just kicks in and we're protecting the wicket more than anything. And yeah, we don't want to harm anyone or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, our interest was the game. And Johnny Bairstow carrying that guy. Oh, that's interesting. It looked like a wrestling ball. Yeah, that was quite quite funny, actually. Um, but, to, but to be honest, it was a great thing because... Um, we didn't want them to get close to the wicket and uh, yeah, it didn't allow them any airtime. Thank you, dude. Well played. Thanks.